Seen Magic Mike because I'm not interested in the story yeah, yeah, yeah. of male strippers, but I mean, yeah, I Hustlers was not as good in my opinion as like Players Club or Showgirls, um, just because it's not as authentic. Is there? Is, that, it's J Lo is in this, right? J Lo is in it, but in my opinion, I've been in a lot of strip clubs in my life, and there's very little nudity in this movie, and so it's like having <laughs> a war. I turned to my girl, I was like, "This is like having a war movie, and nobody gets shot." <laughs> like that's, I guess maybe, that's maybe true. there were strip clubs in uh, in Connecticut. No, they're not. They're, they're supposed to be at scores I know, in New York City. I know, I'm just where, but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying because I've been to strip clubs in yeah. the where they don't get like fully naked or whatnot. That's, but yeah, but it that's was just the undo. They don't do no nakedness. It's not. There's like two chicks in the whole thing, and they're not main chicks. Like J Lo's never naked. Constance Wu's never naked. Like I think what's name is like has some tassels on her titties at one point. Cardi B. Um, oh yeah, I mean, but everybody's seen her. Yeah, now. exactly. So like, you know, the people, the headlining main people you're interested, Kiki Palmer, uh, and and uh, what's the girl, Lizzie Reinhardt, I think is her name. Like those chicks are never like fully naked, and so like me you know, with a movie like that, like I kind of thought it would be like Showgirls, where like the main chicks would be topless and bottomless, and then like the side chicks would be like full frontal. Because if you go to right. strip club, that's really what it is. You know, most of the chicks are full right, right. frontal like a hundred percent of the time. And so I felt a li- I felt like it wasn't authentic. That was a little disingenuous, and like, and that's fine. I don't really feel like the movie's made for men. It's really made for women. It's like a woman's like empowerment story. Stripper empowerment. And so yeah. that makes me like it doesn't just feel as authentic. Having said that, it's still a good movie. There's still some good. It, you feel a lot of empathy for Constance Wu's character of what she's going through, trying to take care of her grandmother and then right, like her that own was, daughter. That was a good part of it. That right. was a good part of it. And then, you know, I always watch things with a racial sort of crit- critique. And there's an interesting sort of critique that happens with Julia Stiles, who's the reporter telling their story. Right. And she's this rich white woman from Brown. And she's interviewing these poor women of color about right. their story. And, you know, there there's some tension there. They don't really delve too deep into it, but you can tell that that's part of you know the sort of class and like racial like who who gets to be the storytellers kind of thing i got you um and the gatekeepers and like you know uh to to these women's story and it has to be the rich white woman who's educated and blah 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 and all this kind of stuff um so that was kind of interesting uh not delved upon too much but i definitely enjoyed it i just thought it wasn't as authentic as it should have been we'll have to do some research and then yeah yeah some hustlers oh research. my gosh yeah i'm, I'm yeah. yeah i don't the know hustler, I'm a, baby. i don't know if i'm gonna see that one i, I would say it. it's a matinee you you know don't necessarily run out and pay full price but it's a matinee or if it's on digital you know go check it out i'm gonna yeah. stick to players club because <laughs> diamond is my girl <laughs> yeah. and I'm all about that film Players Club is better Players Club was great <laughs> Players um, Club was yeah, don't be trouble um, <laughs> exactly Dollar Bill Dollar um, Bill shout out Bernie Mac rest in peace exactly. it's the Big End Podcast we what all up, up in up? your ears about it uh, and this is
is a very special episode for us. I'll explain why in a minute. It's your boy Catalyst. I'm back with the crew. I got my mans right next to me. His name is... It's your boy Double Black bringing all the nerdiness, horriness. It's happy Halloween times to your ears. What up, people? And then after him, I got... Cord Winter Blurred, so pleased to be back with these brothers. It's been too long. Too long, but it's okay. Shout out to Force and Laser Beam. Force was here earlier. He had to bounce. Uh, you know, kids matter. They're more important in the podcast, and I understand that. True, um, true. So, uh, why this episode is special is because if you have been rocking with us since the very, very beginning, you know that our very first episode was the first It. And the it first It one. remake. Yes. Um, so, it's it's actually very cool to see us at this point doing what we're doing and we're going to talk about it chapter two chapter chapter two, two. um so we we started this whole thing off because we wanted to you know bring our i guess unique opinion to these movies and things like that and it is amazing to see us coming back for a sequel i think this is the first time for that other than the uh, avengers movies right yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah, um, that is so, correct uh, if you've been rocking with us, thank you. Um, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep doing our thing. Um, and I bet you're gonna enjoy how we feel about this one. Um, so double black, do the thing you do so well. Okay, so uh, it chapter two. Uh, it is based on the Stephen King novel. It um, is part two of uh, a film called It Chapter One, which focuses on this clown Pennywise that you know terrorizes this town, kills little kids. Um, and It Chapter Two, really quickly, it's 27 years after their first encounter with the terrifying Pennywise. The Losers Clubs have reunited and grown up um, until a devastating phone call brings them back together um, after they've moved away. So basically, uh, the movie picks picks up 27 years oh, later. There, there are spoilers, but if you haven't, I mean, the, it's, it's this is a what. 40 year old, old book yeah the book came out in the seven or late 70s and there was the abc miniseries that got um you know so if y'all know what happened Tim by Curry. now come on yeah there's was gonna it, be was spoilers it, it, was, it was two like tv movies right it yeah was two movies, yeah right? two yeah. two it was a miniseries you know back in the day when that was like That's a television the, okay, event a and, yeah it was like you know a three hour first part and a three hour second part so oh, okay i thought they were both like an hour and a half long all right no i think they were two to three hours something somewhere probably, in that probably so, so probably um, but yeah, so, um, this, you know, this is a remake. It's directed by this guy named Andy Mus- Muschietti, um, and he's a horror director. He's did this film called Mama back in the day, like in 2011, that not, I really not liked. Not to be confused with Ma. No, that just recently came <laughs> no, out. No, nah, definitely not to be confused. Was awful. Was I watched trash. it recently? It oh, you watched Ma? Yeah, yeah I told you it was trash. trash. Yeah, I told you. you. You were right. Yeah, I'm sorry. it's gonna be on my list of worst movies. Is Ma. I don't know <laughs> if it's that high up because I saw the long shot, but. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, yeah, back to it, chapter two. Uh, and so yeah, that's basically you know the clown. They they thought they defeated it when they were little kids, but it went just dormant um and then it comes back uh and starts killing people again and then uh the 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 kids have to reunite as adults they're all like 41 42 ish at this point aren't they 40 on the dot they were like 13 when they first got together i think so yeah 27 years yeah so i think they're like 40 they're they're 40 on the the dot dot, so yeah and so um and the cast is amazing it's got uh james mcavoy uh plays the leader grown up uh jessica chastain plays the young woman beverly growing up she's good uh and then uh bill Hader for me is like the secret sauce in this movie he was really good i i don't agree um i don't well, agree we'll I talk about he, it we'll, we'll talk, talk we'll get into it. Yeah. i thought he was really funny yeah, really good comedian. stan 
no. he plays the what's the name kid uh finn wolfhard's kid the kid with the glasses who's like right. making all the inappropriate jokes all the time right. he's, a, he's a comedian yeah, yeah is that he, stan he is that the a, character's name no Sorry. i think stan stan's the one that kills himself right Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, right, yeah Stanley. Right, yeah. Stan's Stan, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, so he's, he's the Jewish kid, the, the yeah, tall he's not kid. Even in a lot of the movie. Yeah, he's he he kills himself uh, to try and help them actually. Uh, yeah. So um, what ends up happening? Yeah, and that's Bill Hader's character. Uh, one of the guys. Richie, 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 Richie. Yeah, he yeah, plays Richie. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the guys is played by this actor from The Wires, where I know him from. He was in season two. His name was uh, Ziggy? Ziggy. Ziggy. He played Ziggy. Yeah, yeah he plays yeah, Ziggy. He, Ziggy. And he plays the grown-up uh, kid who's a hypochondriac. The hypochondriac, yeah. And yeah, yeah, now yeah, he's yeah. kind of a hypochondriac huh. as an adult. He has I an overbearing even, He wife. totally was Ziggy, and I love yeah. The Wire, and I didn't even... Yeah. I didn't even make that connection until now. Yeah. I guess that's good acting. But. So, yeah, th- there's that character, and hey. then there's the the bigger kid who's, like, heavy set and fat, and the first he grows up to be this hot model guy who's an architect, um, and he was he was really Joy, good, uh, too. No, but he Ben. And then ben, ben. Yeah, but ben he Joe. wasn't, like, in it too much, in my opinion. He only really was there to deal with the whole the thing with Beverly. Yeah. He was there the whole time. Jay Ryan is that know. character that actor's name. Yeah, Jay Ryan. And then uh last but not least was uh Isaiah Mustafa, also known as the old spice dude. Uh young Allstate. Yeah, he was he played Mike, the <laughs> black kid. Huh? It's like now I'm on a motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now I'm on a motorcycle. Now I'm in a yeah, now I'm on a horse. <laughs> yeah, ladies. And so um and I think he didn't have any classical training as an actor. He was a football player in college, actually. Coming out of the, um, the Jim Brown, Fred Williamson school. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a he, he was a Cruz pretty good. Was, um, I think he was like set some records at Div Two level or something like yes. that. So, um, but yeah, uh, he uh, he plays uh, Mike uh, Hanley Hanson, who's a black guy who he's the one guy who stays in the town. He's kind of like the one who calls them all back. He's the town hermit and. Um, I believe Isaiah Mustafa, like he did an amazing job. To me, huh. he was the best acting in the movie because huh. he, you really believed he was this crazy hermit dude. And to go from like he's the sexy Allstate guy to be to being is this. He, is um, he, I don't think he's actually the Allstate dude. Not Allstate, no, but uh, he's all the sexy old, 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 old spice, spice dude. Sexy the, old spice. He dude. just looked like the yeah, Allstate yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you say that, like my mind, because like, he you know, does. Yeah. Are you in good hands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so he's the guy who realizes Pennywise is back and is killing people again. This film opens with this very brutal uh, scene uh, of, of a hate crime where this gay man is being attacked and beat up because he's gay and thrown into a river and he's drowning and he's just looking for anyone to help him and save him and his fear sort of reaches out to Pennywise uh, and that's what, you know, it's one of the things that, you know, causes Pennywise to kind of metamorphosize and kind of come back um, is the fear of this one moment. I and think he was already back at that point though. I think he that's was, the, but that's like the, that's, that's the show like he was active. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think he was back but I think the scene was that like Pennywise can't. He loves fear, and it was that yeah, was yeah, like yeah, he feeds that was like absolutely. a prime rib meal, like yeah, thrown right. at his doorstep. Yeah, but I think <laughs> you know? he was like he was already starting. To oh yeah, he was already yeah, starting to Mike do stuff. Yeah, Mike was like, yeah, he's like he's been like, killing people for the last like two months now. Yeah, exactly. And so like Mike alludes to that, and so you know he's Mike, you know, finds that Pennywise is active again. He calls the losers back, and then they come back, and you know hilarity ensues. <laughs> Um, yeah, but we just, won't go through a long, long plot no, synopsis you, you, of what you happens. You should check it out if you were into the first one. Um, be warned, it's long. 
It's real. It's three long. hours. It's three hours long. Yeah. And uh, I feel like it don't necessarily need to be three hours long. Um, but it's yeah. three hours long. Um, so so be aware of that. But check it out. We won't go through like an elaborate you know plot. But once again, spoiler alert because we're about to get into the real deal yeah. meat of how we feel about the movie and we are going to talk about it. So. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It Let's just... talk about some of the differences between what in the, the book and the and the miniseries, maybe. Okay. okay. Stuff like, um, uh, like I know that um, that the that that Eddie is uh, married in this one because in the book he was living with his mother. The Eddie's the yeah, limo- the yeah. His the mother hypochondriac one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. His yeah. mom dies. His mom dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's in the movie at least, and uh, he has uh, a wife that treats him like shit. Okay, so they so they change yeah, that. Yeah, she's super to, overprotective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife is super overprotective, much like his mother. She's a heavy set woman, much like his mother. And so there's some parallels there, but yeah, his wife is his mother has died of liver cancer. They talk about that. I got you. Um, so yeah, that's that's one of the differences um, and, that and, that it kind of makes. And and Bill, who's um, who's the author, comes back. Yes, uh, I don't think in the movie he's like a director, right? Or he's a director. A, he's, a he's, a, he's a screenwriter. He's a screenwriter. Yeah, he's not a. He's, he's a screenwriter. Author, yeah. yeah, one of his books is being turned. In, actually, he is an author. He is. Yeah, he wrote a book because one of his like books is being turned into his yeah. movie. Yeah, I mean, he's Stephen King basically because everyone. Much like Stephen King's book, like a lot of people complain about the endings of Stephen King's books, this guy, everyone complains about the endings of his books. He's written like five, maybe six books or something like that. And then every they, they specifically talk about one book, the whole movie, though. Right? Yeah, the yeah, one that they're yeah, making yeah, the movie yeah, out yeah, of yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. But when he sees Stephen King later, there's those big reveals. He needs to go. They all have to go on a mission to go get a token of or an artifact from their childhood that's been like kind of lost or misplaced in the town and he goes to get his bike and it's in a secondhand shop the shop is owned by Stephen King and Stephen King <laughs> nice. and Stephen King is reading another one of his books not the one because right. in the beginning of the movie one book is being made into a movie and he's on a movie set when he hears about the Losers Club need, need to reunite another book is being I think it's called like Black Rapids and like Stephen King is yeah, reading it yeah, he's reading and he's like do you want me to sign it Stephen King was like nah I thought the ending sucked yeah. <laughs> said, I'm good with that <laughs> he's um, like I'm good with that yeah I'm, I'm all good but the the mm-hmm. cool part, I guess, because that was one of my dislikes as well, is like all six of them artifacts could have been a, little, a bit shorter. But right. what's cool about them is they all go on their mission thinking that they need to get a specific thing. And mm-hmm. for some of them it is, but most of them it turns out to be something they didn't even expect. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because uh, exactly. Bill's artifact ends up being the boat. Like he gets the boat from Georgie back after yes. he rides yeah. the bike for a bit. Yeah, um, so It's actually not the bike yet, it's the boat. It's yeah. the boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like every one of their journeys is different and it ends mm-hmm. up like the thing that mm-hmm. they need to take back is a different thing and so while those scenes didn't need to be long that was actually pretty cool too so yeah i mean for me this movie you know i'm a huge nerd so i watched a lot of things through nerd glasses was when they reunite as a team it's a very much for me a dungeons and dragons adventuring party um coming back together i've played adventures where you know you play your characters as young characters and they do something and then you come back 20 years later and they're doing something else and they reunite to fight an evil that's kind of reemerged or reappeared um like a lich or something like that and that's kind of what i thought was happening with pennywise and this whole movie and so i thought their individual journeys were really cool because i was like oh this is kind of like an individual party having to go on their separate missions to get their you know tokens or artifacts and then bring it back and so i like that i do agree the movie was it felt long by the end like there are definitely 
some of the artifact getting scenes could have been shortened way and, shorter you know. like there's a couple of things like the like i told you the scene where uh homie is in the park and he's like your little secret or whatever right and i was thinking all right cool so since they're gonna harp on that they did the whole like gay oppression thing in the beginning maybe that'll be a large crux of what like mm-hmm. helps them mm-hmm. in the long run like get by but it wasn't like right. like literally it did, it did nothing yeah. to like expound his character it did nothing right. to help the plot it didn't do anything but make a social commentary which is cool like there's not a problem I ain't got nothing against it right. it's just like that's you know 15 minutes of the movie you can cut out for me you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah. um, and it's still just as effective as a film yeah well, I mean, for me, the scenes, I mean, they definitely, each one of those journeys could have been shortened about five to maybe 10 minutes each, because each one is like 10 to 15 to 20 oh, minutes no, long. no longer than that, man. You like, know, each those, one, like, each one is like 20, 25. Yeah, bro. and, so, like, and yeah. so, like, there's six of them. The movie starts out with that long thing where he has to call each, each person. One, there's yeah, a yeah. scene where he calls, calls each person, person yeah. individually and has a conversation with, with them. all of all them. them. He yeah. tells, he talks the same shit to each person. Like, you can literally make that a quick montage and be like, I need you to come back, dude. Yeah. 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 I mean, you should, know what I'm saying? That like, scene, and then there's at least three or four scenes that I felt were pretty wasted in terms of like all, you know, tr- one person trying to convince another person to stay. Because at one point, like, Bill Hader's character wants to leave. Oh, and then, and then at they one end point, up being like, I the, walked uh, away instead of driving yeah. in my car to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And like, yeah, like, like people if you was going to leave, leave. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah when I, they do, I mean, one of the opening, big opening scenes is a scene at a Chinese food restaurant where their fortune cookies start to do weird stuff and monsters start to come out of it and they all have a group hallucination and it proves to them that they're all, that, you know, Pennywise is back and fucking right. with them. Um, and which was all CGI based. Yeah, not I, I. I didn't like it much. I I dug it. I thought it was pretty. The people I saw it with were very very scared by that scene uh, and very disturbed by. It. I mean, I personally wasn't scared. I thought it was just cool looking monsters. I was like, oh, that's a cool looking I I could, take like, on that. So like, I know anything I see in a movie is fake. Like I understand yeah. that, but it just looked fake to me. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, these video game like yeah, it was very CG. Yeah, None yeah, of yeah. them were practical effects. You they could just tell. didn't fit with the atmosphere. I feel yeah. like so like right, some good yeah. CG. Like you won't tell the difference. You'd be like, oh shit, this you know sea monster just came out of nowhere, right? Yeah. And you can tell like they they did their their work to make it feel. Fit. Yeah, I could. It just didn't feel like. Yeah, I mean they all. I mean not all of them, but they felt very Lovecraftian, very Cthulhu type monsters. And that nessus that isn't necessarily like Pennywise's sort of like yeah, I deal just, I, it, 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 or where he comes from in terms of his horror archetype. You know, um, he's this clown. He's also this like crap monster thing. You know. Uh, and he's also, you know, his true form is three lights, you know, because yes. he's a being right. that exists on another plane, light, yeah. you know. And so uh, seeing these, you know, weird creatures come out of these fortune cookies is disconcerting. But also, if, you know, you could the argument could be made that they don't fit thematically with like all the other stuff. that's It, it happening. took me out of the yeah. essence. Like I was yeah. like the first one truly had me in some uncomfortable moments yeah. and stuff. The charm of the children, like kept me enthralled like it was like i enjoyed the first movie very much because of those things also pennywise is in very few scenes and the scenes he in he's in are actually really like nerve-wracking yeah Um, so he's in the whole movie what what did you think of the whole storyline with the kid that's living in bill's house like there's a another little kid in town who lives in the oh, house of the yeah, main character yeah, yeah. and he, he skateboards. He tells him to get, get away as fast as possible. Yeah. And, like, leave yeah. here. And the little kid says he hears 
kids voices in the bathtub in the drain when he's like taking baths and oh stuff. boy yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's not in the, that's something they added right yeah i mean be, yeah, uh yeah, yeah. i haven't read the book and i yeah, don't never remember read the book yeah, and yeah. i don't remember i'm the, pretty sure that's that wasn't in there it's not okay. in the original tv so yeah series. i mean I the kid is at first he's introduced as comic relief because he's the richie character bill Hader's character is a stand-up comedian um, and he's got uh, some famous like online like viral routines and right. the kid sees him at the restaurant and like makes a joke to him he, he's like and it's like are you ready to go Richie or something and that's one of his jokes or one of his punchlines or taglines it, it had a curse word in it he said yeah, like, yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. then uh, th- so he thinks this is right after all these monsters have come at him he thinks that like Pennywise, Pennywise is fucking with him so he <laughs> right. grabs the little kid and he's like you think I'm not ready I'm not scared of you <laughs> fuck you you little fucking monster and then he was like dude I'm a fan like chill out and then later the kid pops up again and when bill Hader goes to his house and like is uh and is trying to get his boat back and like you know on his journey or not him build the character james mcavoy sorry james mcavoy's character he comes back and then james mcavoy's like run away like get out of here like make up whatever you got and that's the kid if you watch the trailers who's trapped in the hall of mirrors that james mcavoy is trying to save um, when Pennywise like traps the kid in the Hall of Mirrors and James McAvoy is trying to like oh, okay. you so, know save him and so, that's like his whole story is like another little boy he couldn't save much like his little brother so wait a minute so so James McAvoy's character uh, um, Bill he's the writer Bill, he's not married in this one he doesn't bring his wife he is married but his wife stays she's this hot Hollywood actress who's yeah. starring in the movie so she just stays on the set of the movie okay, like okay. Their, their, their marriage is kind of falling apart because he's never he's always been kind of still back in Derry, and he's you know not oh, been okay. super because that's a, I think that's a, so the kid is why they go to the yeah because in the in the book and in the TV movie I'm pretty sure that the um, Pennywise captures um, Bill's wife oh and that's why they have to go to back the, to Derry yeah no, no that's not why they no, go to no, Derry no. but that's why they go to the final. Back, oh, back to right. the well you might be right about that. No, um, she, he's more of a he's kind of controlling as well. Like you know, he writes certain parts for her where he wants her to do certain things, and um, uh, that comes through in like just one quick scene where they're arguing. But yeah, she stays on. In the okay, movie. okay. So they go show. in, they get somebody. So, so that kid was it, mm-hmm. is it the kid? Is it the kid that? No, the kid is already gone. The kid, like, yeah, yeah, Pennywise, he's he the kid in, oh, like, yeah. in, uh, in the Hall of Mirrors. He yeah. chomps on his face. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the scenes where Pennywise is, like, eating kids in this one, like, he kills that kid, and he kills a little girl earlier, like, to me, was, like, that uh, was pretty jarring, and, like, I thought it was pretty cool, because... Uh, and even at the beginning, where he bites the dude as he pulls him out of the thing, yeah. I was just like, ah. I mean, it is very CG, because there's a wide mouth, uh, lots of teeth, and so I was into it, but the other thing I would say is I really like the scene with the little girl. He kills a little girl earlier in the movie, where... He because the little it shows how little kids you know generationally yeah. from one generation can kind of smarten up, right. and he has to <laughs> use different tactics because he can't use the same stuff that he used before yeah, to yeah. trick kids because he's just like you know being like oh I'm a clown and look at what I have and she's like you're scary I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. He's just like oh shit like I got nobody gotta, wants I, to be my friend exactly so he has to like quickly like think on his like oh like I like I'm gonna miss out on a meal if I don't find another way to trick this little girl. And so um, I thought that was kind of clever in that, like, you know, um, after 50 years of Stranger Danger, kids are finally getting it. Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, there, I mean, there were definitely scenes, like I said, that went on a little too long. There were definitely some beats where I was like, okay, we can get, like, especially for me when, like I said, 
they are arguing like should we go should we stay like three of the characters are like i'm out of here and they're like no you have to stay and then no i'm out of here then no you have to stay and i'm All like right. and, then they, and yeah. then they end up like leaving like they don't even keep the people there yeah. and then somehow like these people who were like i'm leaving i'm out of here i'm frightened i'm scared are still in dairy like mm-hmm. three scenes later yeah like I'm like, dog, you walked around in circles around your car that long. Right, right. Like, if you was trying to get out of dairy, like, go. Yeah. Like, go. Yeah. like, I mean, they have reasons to stay when, you know, they realize they shouldn't leave their friends. And, you know, the one, the guy who kills himself at the very beginning, Stanley, kills himself. Um, and he later writes a letter after they've defeated Pennywise to say that, like, he knew if he went back, he wouldn't be strong enough to fight Pennywise. So he took himself off the board. Um, and so he shows up in a vision to Bill Hader's character to keep, get him to stay, which is a cool scene, I thought. And uh, but yeah, there there are definitely too many of those. Like if you leave, leave. If you're gonna leave, leave. You know, type. Yeah. You know, like, should I stay or should I go? Type moments where I was just like, okay, I got it. You know. Um, but on the overall, you know, it was. I thought it was pretty, pretty good, pretty well put together. And even though it was three hours, I I won't call it a masterpiece, but I definitely enjoyed it and thought it was good i thought it was better than midsummer compared to another uh, horror movie that came i out. don't agree at all well, one, one other part that they do though they they you said that they go into the origin of pennywise a little more yeah so yeah, the do. black character mike um uh, played by isaiah mustafa his character is like the hermit who has stayed there is like the town archivist he lives above the library probably works in the library he went to uh investigate the history of this clown and pennywise and he found these native american people that had fought pennywise before and he re- they give him this route that sends him on this trip uh psychedelic and he f- realizes that pennywise arrived from another planet on a meteorite like he crashed onto earth like right. two million years ago and he basically sat dormant until the North native american people woke him up um and then he terrorized them for a long time it seems like and then eventually they did this thing called the ritual of chult where they were able to through a battle of wills like put him in a jar um and like you know or put the lights in a jar because that's his true true form or these three lights and so and the whole thing was actually one of the few things i liked as a black nerd was they were saying darkness to snuff out the light because normally it's always like light right. is the best thing darkness is evil and this and this is the one of the few times where darkness the dark thing the black thing is the thing that's good in defeating the white thing which is the light and so i like the subtleness of that sort of like um trope being kind of you know put on right. its head uh that's so- interesting that's kind of cool now does bill uh just um i mean uh uh what's the character's name um does he does he still end up uh was mike still end up getting attacked by the guy's father like uh, guys breaks out of the insane asylum yeah he gets attacked by him Henry, yeah, because Henry. Henry's still alive. Henry, right, right, right. And he's in a sane asylum, and then Pennywise basically... Which don't bro- make no sense <laughs> at all. He hit every side of that well in chapter one. Right, right, he right. He broke Henry, his right. neck, his back, his legs, his arms. He's dead. That's Ribs, the, that's, that's a all that, right there. All that. And then what really bothers me, I'm sorry, I don't mean to go on a test. That's all good. Go <laughs> for it. Go. There's preach, a scene preach, in chapter preach. two, right, where Henry, they show you how he gets out of this shit. He like slides out of the sewer in the well and he's like ah, I, I can't breathe because I'm underwater and he gets up he stands up he's like I'm good I didn't break no bones I don't have no <laughs> abrasions I'm just good son fell down a well about 40 feet 
hit my shit all on the man fuck that so there is no way Henry should be alive and I get it he's crazy now so he probably got like CTE or some shit like that cause he hit his head but still this shit bothers me Henry should be dead preach but he's still alive and he is in an insane asylum and Pennywise basically busts him right. he brings his old friend the guy who Pennywise killed who had yeah. the Hofstetler or whatever yeah, his name yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he reanimates his corpse like a revenant for you know yes. D&D terms and brings him back and he does stuff he break, helps break him out gives him, gives his, him his old buck knife his okay. knife yeah that, that, cause then the guy goes and attacks uh, the losers right. um, and they you know, one of them gets cut in the face, the hypochondriac guy, but they, they manage to fight him off. But he doesn't, he attacks Mike later at the library. Mike is in the library waiting the library. for them to come back with their artifacts. Once again, Henry got like super soldier serum or yeah. something in his system. Yeah. Because he gets stabbed all in the sternum yeah. and the collarbone and stuff. And so he, he just, just be pulls it out. He, I think he fell from a high distance at one yeah. point. Man, come on. So Mike yeah. is hospitalized in this one too? Uh, no, the, he never gets hospitalized. No, he's in the insane asylum at the beginning. He breaks out. No, Mike is oh, the. Mike is not. Yeah. No, Mike. Mike is, not, Mike is not. No, no, he just uh, he attacks him and like I mean it's Isaiah Mustafa and like so this guy he like when he attacks him he kind of like roll like he's running at him and he roll punches not roll punch but rolls him into a glass case he like uh. uses momentum against him and then like uh, but then. You know, Henry gets the best of him, jumps on top of him, and then Bill Hader comes in and hits him with a tomahawk that was in a display case and and basically bashes his brains in. Uh, um, and then the losers all show up. And at that point, the Bill character, James McAvoy's character, has seen that little boy get killed in front of him by Pennywise in the funhouse. And so he's decided... Um, because Mike microdosed his water, so he saw some of his ritual of Chult, and so he saw some of the ways to defeat Pennywise. So he's going on a solo suicide mission to try and defeat Pennywise. And so they're just I like, think he got high. I did. That <laughs> was, he didn't microdose nothing. He, he wow. He get. <laughs> he said, "Comply, my man." Because he's like, I'm thirsty. Hallucinogens. He was like, I got the cotton mouth, Mike. What did you do to me? He's like, also, man. Also, the whole time that shit was happening, I was like, Chief, the spirits have got me. <laughs> What's that from? That's from Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Oh, he's, oh yes. He's like, he's like, but calm down, blackface. Feet, blackface. Black feet, motherfucker. Black feet. So that's what I, I felt that way the whole time. Yeah, that's, that's true. So he goes, and so there's no time to hospitalize Mike. So he just, they just all, like, they're like, you know, Bill's going to attack Pennywise, right. so we have to go support him. So they just all kind of, like, you know, come, because they're all going to the library at that point to meet up with Mike. And that's oh, oh, that's, a, that's a good, that's a, I was, was curious about that, because in the book and in the, in the movie... In the TV movie, uh, Mike's character basically, you know, is a, is a sacrificial Negro. And yeah, no, he was the he so. was the H and I C. Yeah, so he was he was definitely uh, he was definitely kind of running stuff because he yeah. he so was. Are you in safe yeah. hands? Uh, yeah, he was kind of he was kind of like <laughs> Bill Belichick, and he was the he was the you know he was the head coach. He was calling plays, being like, "You do this, you do that." Well, that's, that's better. Um, I feel. I feel and so yeah, I mean, there that. was an interesting thing. So at the very very end, because he had this box that the Chippewa people had given him that they said they put Pennywise in, or at least the that's lights in. That's supposed to be the jar, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so during the ritual, and so they're doing it. Um, and they think they got they you know through a force of wills they force the lights down into the into the box and he tries to close the lid but then a balloon pops out of it a big red balloon yeah. and then Pennywise is just like oh Mike you lied yeah. to them and then what he didn't tell them and what he like obscured on the box was that Penny that 
even though they almost defeated Pennywise, they didn't. And he got out that time too, and he killed all the people who was trying to like put him in the thing. And so, like, and Mike just thought if they were a little bit stronger than the right. Chippewa people, they could have done it. And so, um, there's this whole reveal that like Mike's whole plan was kind of based on bullshit. Right. <laughs> Hashtag know? drugs. Yeah. And so, um, he was just like, if we'd just been a little bit stronger, he keeps saying that. And they're like, are you kidding me? Like, Pennywise is like huge and running around chasing you him. You made me stuff. take acid and chase a clown <laughs> yeah. in the sewers. Exactly. Yeah, that, we're, that, on, we're in his <laughs> lair now and you don't have a plan, dude. That, so, yeah, that, that's kind of in the, in the book. Yeah. That's cool. All right. All right and so, cool. but they eventually figure out that like it is a battle of wills and yeah. like because the, the Richie character, the hypochondriac character, he gets motorly wounded but he tells when he went to get his artifact he had to overcome a vision and make the vision weaker um and that was a, what allowed him right. to escape and it's just like and that's why pennywise doesn't attack children is because it's very hard for children to assert their conscious mind when the fears right. are so bigger and real and as an adult you can if you have your wits about you, you can be like this isn't real this is like he's small he's weak and that's what they end up doing and richie tells them to do that yeah, he doesn't then, he doesn't attack adults you see yeah right. he doesn't attack, attack adults, adults. Right. sorry that's why he yeah. only attacks children he doesn't attack adults and then mike you know richie and then mike is like he learned a, a saying from the chippewa people which is like every form much must obey the laws of what it inhabits so if it's small it has to be small right and so if we can make pennywise small we can fight him and we can defeat him and so that's when they decide to like you know be like he's just a small little insignificant clown and they make him really small they, they deflate like him his, they, deflate they deflate him. him yeah he becomes this really right. tiny clown and they he, rip he his ends heart up out like a balloon and he's yeah just, yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i got from that is like the the, right. he's the yeah. final balloon is so that he's that, that is the message of the book too and the and the yeah and the first miniseries, so that's that's a that's a kind of it seems like a cool departure. Get it seems like it's communicating those themes, in my opinion, maybe a little more effectively than the than the original material, mm -hmm. which is cool. Yeah, you know, they it, basically it was, it was better than anything in the original miniseries. I I, I would say because the original miniseries yeah. was the only thing that made that good was the Pennywise. Yeah, Tim like, Curry's Tim Curry's Pennywise. Pennywise was like what made that great. Yeah, everything else was kind of BS because they had to be you know. PC yeah. for TV, right? Like, it was on ABC. Kind of watered down. There was yeah. no nobody got eight. You know well, he was like, just a giant spider at the end of it the, yeah, with like a shiny belly, yeah. and like you know the dead lights, which are these three lights that represent Pennywise, were more very well represented in this sort of um in 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 this version, I think, because you know again he's like it's like another form of life. Like there are theories that like. You know, there can be sentient gas and sentient energy, and that's, you know, he's just a malevolent form of light energy that, you know, feeds upon people's fear. And so, um, and he crashed on this planet, and he's been trying to fuck people up since. And so, um, but, it, and it's more well done, I think, in the movie than it is in the TV yes, miniseries. Absolutely. Now, I would agree with that. Here's a thought, uh, and this is something that a little off the uh, subject, but I've heard rumors of um, kind of a Stephen King shared universe kind of situation. I think that's supposed to be happening. It's supposed to be yeah. like, uh, what he had like a, a series of books that was like that. Yeah, like a lot Dark of Tower I've never or... I've only read like two Stephen King books, but I've had some friends over the years have read many, many more than I have. And what I've been told is that like there is some of his books share certain characters and certain events kind of cross over, like the sure. Randall Flagg character from from, from uh, the Stand is like an avatar for like this devil type malevolent sure, being, just like the Man in Black in, yeah, in Dark Tower, in and, Dark Tower, and so and the, and, and uh, from Doctor Sleep and yeah, The Shining, The uh, Shining, right. and so like there's going to be 
because you know everything is a shared universe now that's where the sort of cinema and television is going because there's a lot of money to be made there i think they're gonna force it even more so to be a shared universe type situation did and they watch that amazon yeah, he, series they, they, did. castle rock castle rock yeah. no castle rock. yeah there's a running thing i want to watch he makes it. a multiverse yeah, yeah and so multiple things he's written have been set in Derry, maine multiple things that he castle did. rock maine yeah. yeah or maine in general yeah uh, i mean basically all his stuff is set in maine for the most part except for like the stand and stuff i, I mean so. they're remaking yeah. the stand with uh whoopi yes. goldberg yep. and um Bill Skarsgård, I think. Yep. Um, yeah. So that that should be interesting. Not Bill's, is it? No, it's the older brother. Bill Skarsgård is the one who plays Pennywise. It's the older brother. Right, uh, right. Uh, Alex. 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 Yeah, the one from True Blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's gonna be, I think, Randall Flag. I think. That could be cool. Um, now, what are you guys? Uh, are you guys excited for Doctor Sleep? I, I actually am. am. I am. Um, yeah. So The Shining is one of those movies I really loved, like back in the day, and it like set off my, I guess love for horror films in general so it like it made me want to like look more into the genre um so to see dr sleep you know do what it's doing I, i'm intrigued yeah. i'm intrigued i don't yeah, know I'm i don't know if it will intrigued. be as effective but, yeah. i mean yeah i'm definitely intrigued to watch dr sleep because i um i actually was the opposite i never really liked the shining because i never really got it uh, you know because mm-hmm. i like good logical clear world building like this is an evil spirit and he does this and this right. is his army of beings and i was like is it time travel? Is it evil possession? What is the supernatural sort of thing? Is it a lich? Is it, you know... It's a, it's a, it's a natural mental power. Like, you just... You you have a spider sense. No, no, no. Like, that so what, I get. What, what is but the what is happening? Course, right? What happens? Why does what's in him go crazy? Jack Nicholson's character go crazy? Is it the place? Because, you yeah. know, is he out of time? Is he experiencing different time, timelines? The, the, shining, the Shining works in people, but it yeah. doesn't pick people. So people go nuts when they get around the energy and aura if they they can't handle the shining okay okay i mean i never understood i've never done a deep dive but the thing about dr sleep there was a really uh, the first trailer i was like i was like i'm not into this but there was a better trailer on a new trailer before it um chapter two and so i was really i was really taken back by this new trailer because i was like oh there's this group of beings who like feed on the people yes and i was like that's cool because you know there's you know game of thrones and all kind of fantasy stuff there's always these like vampiric things that feed on people with superpower energy right. and so i was like that is really cool and the fact that it's a black girl um, yeah, that, and she's got like a black dad and yeah. like they're kind of fighting them i was like "Ooh, this looks i was and it's obi-wan kenobi i was like yeah. i'm in what, look, yeah. what, what <laughs> looks cool to me is that at this point they like i don't know i guess the shining has evolved over time and it's started to inhabit more and more people so they've learned how to weaponize the right. shining like, yeah yeah the girls the people who have the shining yeah. like they can fight back with yeah, that yeah, shit definitely. And that's what well, that was cool always implied in the book in the in the movie they took a they took a little different time i mean the movie i thought benefited way from it basically benefited from uh the direction stanley kubrick yeah, yeah the kubrick is you know it's 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 that whole the whole hotel the setting the the maze all that stuff yeah, i mean he's a ma- he's a grandmaster yeah. so dr sleep yeah. looks like it, it it it's aping a little bit of that but the story seems like you said a little more focused as world building because in the book the old the caretaker the scat man crothers i forget the name but he's yeah. always, always scat man he the, you know in the movie i don't need he's just the it, in the, yeah but he he has a shining too yes oh. he does but, have but, a shining he has, but he, it's this weak right one. but he you know 
in, in the book he doesn't. In the book he doesn't huh. die either. Okay. And, oh, and I think in Doctor Sleep they're kind of making this a direct sequel to the book rather than the movie. So that character is still alive as well. Oh, and so what okay. I always got from the movies is that he understood the shining, like he could recognize it, and like it's like, and because of that, he like kind of had some of the abilities, but mm-hmm. he wasn't quite like no, he a had full in, in, into, in, in he the book he had it. Yeah, he, he, he had, it okay. He was like the and and I think in the book he has to go. He doesn't get killed, but he's he like leaves in the snowcat trying to get help or something like that. Yep. And uh, so that's that kind of takes him off the board for that final. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so he's not the sacrificial Negro, Negro in the book to okay. King's credit. Okay, but that's cool. I mean, yeah. could not resist that. Yeah. I would probably <laughs> like to see. I mean, I would probably have to do another deep dive and like read like the wiki about it and try to to try and understand the world a little bit more of like what because like he ends up in that picture at the end and I'm like what does that mean like is he back in 1930 something or he's always been there double yeah exactly he's always (laughs) always been been there there. so like I don't know what does that mean what does that mean it's spirit when people say like live long and prosper or the force be with you I know what the fuck that means (laughs) (laughs) and so I like when shit makes sense and is logical and very well explained even when it's supernatural stuff just like the girls just like you've always been here double like yeah yeah, just like those little girls weren't technically real the old lady that he finds in the bathroom that shrouds herself as a beautiful woman at first Ooh, yeah. like yeah all of that stuff is like just yeah i mean i know that yeah, yeah that like, stuff's not real but like why is is it built over like I, I the poltergeist are like it's built over an old indian barrel i, I, think, that, I think the idea is that there's everybody is like you leave psychic echoes and right. like the more intense experiences you have at a place the more intense the echoes are and when, oh, you, okay. when the shining energy kind of amplifies those echoes uh, and it can drive some people Nuts. In, insane. Yeah. So did his dad have The Shining? No, but he's around, you know, basically the kid was kind of like giving off like vibes. and, and As soon as they, uh, he got there, they were like, oh. It, and, the, and the spirits were starting to, starting to like manifest to him or he, he was starting to pick up on that energy. Oh, okay. And the dad couldn't pick it up. So he'd just be kind of like, it, 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 it manifests as a part of his personality that was borderline anyway and right. split his personality off into like a different like, you know, you are one of us and there's this, this thing happened and you're going to repeat it you know oh back to a pattern hmm. but yeah so yeah i did back, see that but, part of it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand what you're saying there. back to it though okay so yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the one big thing i do want to talk about is this bill Hader thing everybody talking about how great he was and oh okay <laughs> yeah. so uh is it your, your bill exactly. hater I, i'm not a hater i'm not a hater <laughs> so uh i just don't understand like where is this coming from man like i've seen masterful performances i've seen people be funny i've seen all of this stuff uh i don't know if you listened to the podcast before if you guys remember too uh when i talked about deadpool and seeing him in live action liked him on paper because, you know, you can read it at your at your pace and you can kind of, like, do the inflections in your head and stuff. It felt like watching the Deadpool movie hmm. as Bill Hader in this movie. He was annoying. It wasn't funny. It didn't add to the movie to me. He didn't detract from it. It's just I don't understand where his masterful performance is coming from. Hmm. Well, I mean, for me, I'll say Bill Hader is one of the best living impressionists of our time that's like his real comedic strength is that he's really good at doing impressions um like if you watch him from Saturday Night Live you know uh to like just interviews of him on set or not on set but like sitting on the couch talking to like Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon like he is a great impressionist and so um he draws upon that 
in the film, uh, I think like when he does that impression of like Jabba the Hutt, I thought that was like mm-hmm. really, really mm-hmm. funny. Um, and so, and also I think he has really good timing. And so when he, you know, the scene with the little boy, I thought was hilarious. I think that was the funniest scene in the movie when the little boy, because he's like, because that's like, he thinks it's an aberration. So he goes off and then he realizes that that's a real boy. And he's like, is that your parents over there? You know, so the timing of that is very funny. Um, And so I thought that was funny. Um, His whole like, you know, he was an extension of Richie, who's like an asshole to begin with. He's a stand up comedian. He's closeted. So he's kind of angry and quippy. And so, you know, his like the jokes are like, I fucked your mom, though. Like, I'm like, come on, dog. I mean, yeah, those were corny. But like, you know, I liked his stand up at the beginning when he's doing stand up and he's just like, you know, my girlfriend caught me masturbating to her best friend's Facebook page. So now I'm in Masturbators Anonymous, and I was like, that was really funny to me because I was just like, I think that's really funny mm. because I think dudes should be allowed yeah. to masturbate to whatever they wanted to. Absolutely, and, and so Absolutely. it's turning on its head and stuff. But eh. so, but for it, me, it, it I thought, I thought, I thought he was, I thought he's good. I got good comic timing. I think he's a good impressionist, and so. But you just talk about the performance overall. Overall, I mean, some of those jokes are like, yeah, I fucked your mom, and it's like, like it's oh, annoying to yeah. me. Like yeah. it doesn't like. I get like his position as a part of the the crew was to be the relief like everything has to be heavy all the time and he's just there to kind of make them realize you know it doesn't have to be sad all the time but like I don't know man I mean the scene where he um let's see where they're in the clubhouse underground and then he, oh, he yeah, imitates yeah, yeah. Pennywise. That was the, like the best joke he did all the time. He's like the hiding movie. in the shadows. And he, he does he did, Pennywise's he's like, work. He's like, hey, like welcome this. back, little kids. Yeah. And then they all start picking up weapons. Yeah. They all start picking up weapons and like getting ready to fight. And he's like, I'm just, I'm just fucking around, guys. Said, would, <laughs> like, would it help if I danced like this? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, no. yeah so, and he yeah, does yeah, like that. the little dance himself. Like those, I thought those were like nice okay. little moments and stuff. So, I mean, I mean, I get it if it doesn't work for you. I mean, that's. I mean, I, I don't know. and so like I said, it doesn't take away from the film. Mm-hmm. Like he, I don't think he was awful, and I right. don't think it hurt the movie. It's just like I've seen so many things being like Bill Hader was like the key to this movie. He was amazing. He should win awards, and I'm like, nah, fam. <laughs> I don't know about like, all yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen so much stuff on social media yeah. being like it's a masterful from performance yeah. from Bill Hader. I, like he did okay. Like it was yeah, serviceable. He did, yeah, he did. He did good. I mean, yeah. to me, the person who did the best job in terms of acting was Isaiah Mustafa. Uh, because he's a dude, like, I've never seen him in anything else besides Old Spice commercials. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so to job. go from Old Spice commercials to, like, he was this convincingly, like, almost mad hermit character. Like, he wasn't, like, you know, the sexual bravado black dude, hyper-masculine dude well, well, he did have a role in, um, in, in Mortal Engines. I mean, not, oh, not yeah. Mortal Engines. Mortal, Mortal, be- whatever, the, the, one of those angel kind of he's a werewolf in one of those oh okay kinda, i had never seen kind that of um not oh, underworld no no mortal uh, man it's one with a it's like one of the, like a it's a, a young adult novel as a matter of fact the woman who wrote it is local uh, oh name, i know what you're talking about name, yeah, 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 yeah 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 I've, I've i don't know the name but, of it but, but I, they made I a can tv picture. show out of it yeah, with, yeah, and, yeah, yeah yeah and he was in that yeah, yeah, it's his mortal something. Yeah, yeah, I think is what it's called. His mortal lights or something. Anyway, okay, I didn't know he was in that, but like to me, his acting was really good and convincing. And I mean, all these other people, in my opinion, you know, they are A-list type actors, and he was able to bang with them. You know, he's able to bang with James McAvoy. He's able to hold scenes. 
you know, with Jessica Chastain. Shadowhunters. Shadowhunters. Okay. okay, yeah. Right. And so I thought his acting was really good. I was really impressed because he was the, to me, he's the crux of all, his character. Like, if his character feels inauthentic, then this whole thing falls apart because he's the crux of why they're coming back and everything. He's kind of like the tent pole. He's holding everything up, holding it all together. So if he, if his, if his, if he ain't real, then this whole thing ain't real. And so that's, for me, I was like watching it actually with a really keen eye to his performance and so i was like oh he's you know i thought he was really good um and so in general i liked most of the performances uh um i thought the the one with jessica chastain and uh and the architect guy was a little cheesy i'm just like dude like why are you waiting for so long to tell this woman that you've been holding a candle and been loving you know for her and been in love with her for like 27 years and you haven't said anything i was like come on dude like that it, was that was a, stuff. i mean it was real but it felt kind of like annoying it's I a guess. bunch of stuff that suspends my disbelief like like mm-hmm. i was saying earlier like if my man's called me we 40 years old he's like hey dog uh that clown that we fought when we was 13 in the sewer back in the day uh it's back you need to come on back to dairy dog and i know you don't remember because you're not supposed <laughs> to remember but right. but come home dog we need yeah. to do this and i'll be like mike Hey brother, I know I know shit is hard right now, and you're going through a lot. But I can't come back to Derry. If you need anything, let me know. I'll do what I can from where I'm at. Right. But you 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 get to get off the drugs, brother. Like like yeah. So, like I, I mean, that's know. why he doesn't sell it like that. He's just like you need to come back. You know, he doesn't tell them that it's that the clown is attacking or what's happening until they're all together. And then, you know, they see it for themselves with the fortune cookies, and then they're like, oh, shit. Like, you know, shit is really breaking loose. And so, but, but if yeah. They, if they I, never yeah. came back, they would have they seen it. Yeah, there would be no movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, so I'm just, I, like, they need to come back. You so. forget about Pennywise. You never yeah. even remember it happened in the first place. So, like, yeah. think about that. If your friend yeah. was like, you know, the clown we fought in the sewer, dog, you remember that? And you're yeah. like, nah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, that's how I would approach it. Like, remember when we fought that clown? Well, it's back, so you got to come back home, boy. <laughs> well, they, they didn't, I think in the, they, they didn't, they had a subconscious kind of feeling. They didn't remember it, but but they had a subconscious connection. I mean, so, they talk about it in so the film. So it was like, you They know, made the blood pack, and that yeah, each yeah. of them had, like, some like, spiritual yeah. realization that But, that yeah, I mean, that's why they have to go look for the artifacts, because Mike explains it, like, part of Pennywise's power is that the farther you move away from Derry the more you forget. And so their memories are really hazy right. at the beginning. And the longer they stay there, the more they remember and put the pieces back together. Because there's flashbacks to the little kids. The little kids are in right. this movie about a quarter to a third of it. You know, uh, they, yeah. they, they, They're in it. And yeah. it's significant. But I, it's every time it's a flashback, it's like a, a minute, minute and a half times. Yeah. So they're not in it much. I mean, I, I think they're in it for... Uh, about a quarter of the movie really and stuff. Okay. So, I mean if you add up the time that probably they, but I don't, I don't even think it's that yeah. I think everything that I mean, you because see every is time they go back to get an artifact almost half of that scene is when they were little because it's the adult remembering what happened like you know him remembering his girl's hair catching on fire now, do you think they her, shot those scenes when they shot the first movie no I, I, or, or I, are the kids like all like I think they came back a year later yeah <laughs> so because like, Finn Wolfhar looks different his character right. has his facial structure has changed because he's now like 16 right and so like yeah it you know a lot of there was like comments I read online where they had to make his glasses bigger to cover up more of his face because you're like that kid doesn't look 13 <laughs> you know um, so yeah, I I mean I like the stuff with the kids. Like you know, there's been a lot of stuff on social media showing the kids with their adult counterparts and like you know how it's right. kind of one big happy family when they shot the movie. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. 
Um, and so I, I like the kids too, and that yeah. was one of my biggest drawbacks. Is the the same charm you get from the first one that that kind of pulls you through the movie you don't get from this one because right. the kids yeah. aren't the focal point. Yeah, and I, that's true. I, one of the big things for me in the first one is the kids acted so well. It was so well done. Like I I I, I loved yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, they're more like bitter disparate adults at this point as opposed to kid the losers club when they first come together they're like we're uniting to help protect each other and in this one they're kind of like all broken jaded people and you know eventually the pieces all fit back together um so they have each other's back but you know the same it's not the same catalyst for them to come back together you know or that that they originally formed so that sweetness is kind of missing of the innocence of just like you know like we're going to come together to have each other's back i mean ultimately the whole overarching for me the whole overarching thing is a story about trauma and it's an analogy for like real life trauma and what you what happens when you don't process trauma properly i mean there's all this you know uh, storylines of abuse, you know, Jessica Chastain, Beverly's character, she went from an abusive dad to an right. abusive husband, uh, all the stuff they suffered at the hands of Henry when they were kids, uh, all, all the sort of abuse they've, suff- they've suffered and they've kind of just compartmentalized it, you know, and just stuffed it in this box in their brain and being like called dairy and they never really open it, they never really deal with it, but it affects how they are as people. Some of them are very distant and closed off, some of them are hiding secrets, and so they have to come back together to relive their trauma so they can have the catharsis of and that's yeah. what I think Stephen well, so, King well, is trying yeah, to do. You can get control of it. Yeah, so, exactly. So, so that you can you know you can shrink, face your demons shrink it, exactly. face it and yeah, so it doesn't control you. And, and so, you can't put it back in the box. Yeah. It escapes. Exactly. Just like Pennywise. Just like Pennywise. Exactly. So um, so we want to do SJs and Starscreams? I'm down. I'm down. Cool. Um, me first, I guess? Yeah. That's, right. that's going to be you too. Cause I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I'll, I'll make it quick. Like I said, this, this movie for me, uh, it, it didn't miss uh, completely, but it, it definitely didn't hit. Uh, so I felt like it was very average, like it wasn't bad. Um, it was long playtime, so it kind of started to lose me, you know, uh, around the third act. Uh, the the characters are, are good. They're, they're well acted, they're well done, but I don't think it's anything that jumps out of the ordinary or amazing. Um, there's also too much Pennywise, in my opinion, just seeing him on a consistent basis and having to have that CGI where he opens the mouth wide, he bites people and stuff like that. It, it takes away from a little bit of the aesthetic for me. Um, with that being said, uh, there, there are tons of redeeming uh, parts of the movie. The scene where they go back to the house that they fought it at, in the, or Pennywise at in the original movie, and they fight him again as adults, that is the, the one of the best action scenes I've seen all year. Um, and so it, it definitely has redeeming qualities. If you were into the first one, you should totally check it out because it does end the story. It does tell that well. Uh, th- there's just some missteps and some some stumbles, uh, I feel like. Um, so for SJs, um, I'm going three. Um, and for Starscreams, I'm going three. I feel like that's like exactly as average as it can get. Um, and to explain the rating system one more time for you guys, SJs is everything cool. Stony Jacksons, Sam Jacksons, whatever you can put an S and a J to, those are good things. The bad things are star screams um, because he always messes up. If you watch the Transformers, <laughs> then you know he's not handling business. Um, and we always believe here at the Begin Podcast that everything can go in either direction. You can be good and bad at the same time. Um, so, yeah, three and three. Cool, cool. Uh, so I'll, I'll jump in and do mine real quick. Um, since Laser Beam isn't here, one thing when me and him sat and talked about the movie that he did point out, and you reminded me of that scene where they go to fight 
Pennywise in the house. At the old house, yeah. Um, and the kid, it shows up as one of the apparitions is their friend Stanley. When he's a little boy, his head sprouts legs and like a spider starts oh, to attack yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's straight out of the thing. So it's a homage yeah. to the thing. Um, I guess the director, Andy Massetti, who is a horror director and probably likes horror movies himself, probably liked the thing a lot when he was a kid. Um, and Bill Hader's character says, you got to be fucking kidding me, which is when the head sprouts legs, which is a direct line from, right from the, thing. the thing when there is a scene where a monster grows out of someone's head and then one of the characters says, you got to be fucking kidding me. And Laser Beam called that. He was just, I was like, yo, oh my God, how did I, because me and him watched the thing like 20 times when we were little kids. I've never of, seen the thing. Uh, it's, I mean, it's kind of dated it this point but it's it's, it's a classic it's, it's horror classic. Movie. It, and it's, it's a classic horror it's movie. a it's a john carpenter at his, yeah at, his, at his best at his peak yeah as he's really fallen off but in my opinion but early john carpenter like the you know Sodom precinct 13 and the thing like um the thing is one of the best claustrophobic horror movies i've ever seen of all time of just like who do you trust in this room right now people staring at each other and you know shout out to laser beam he was the one who caught that and caught that um so uh but overall i really like the movie i love the acting for the most part um i you know uh i i was really like i said isaiah mustafa really blew me away uh and the guy from the wire also blew me away playing the adult version because he really encapsulated the adult version of that kid um hold on let me just get his name real quick uh so I can shout him out. Uh, James Ranson. James Ranson. He mm. was really good. Um, so, yeah, those two were, like, my standouts. Uh, James McAvoy is always good to great, so he was good. Um, Jessica Chastain, she was okay. I mean, she wasn't, like, she was good, but, you know, she was never, like, the w- what young woman who played Beverly in the beginning was better for me. And overall, Andy Muschietti's uh, directing was really good. I think it's interesting that I saw an interview with him where he's like, I want to shoot more scenes and do this, like, seven-hour master cut. He wants to do four hours for It Chapter 2 and then a seven-hour master cut of both films. I'm like that is interesting um, i don't know if i could sit through that's all that insane. that's that's a little not, he seems very obsessed that's just with, literally a yeah. whole day like, yeah so, yeah i mean as a horror guy he seems to be like you know they they really like it's like giving a cocaine addict like the best cocaine <laughs> ever because he's just like oh they not, they don't know what they gave me kind of he's just like overdosing on this it uh sort of project um and so he's not no one's telling him to like walk away and you know like wrap it up but um so uh i thought it was really well done on a lot of levels it is long there are some scenes they could have they could have cut down um but i for me i was going through it as like they were just a dnd party reforming reuniting and i really like that once i put that thematic sort of thing in my head i just kind of like oh was going with it um i didn't mind the cg i thought the monsters were cool i like Pennywise and with his big teeth and eating things um, and when he's a big monster at the end saying he's destroyer of worlds I thought that was cool so I mean I would say I would give it four SJs um, and two star screams it's kind of like where I'm at maybe okay. almost four and a half but it was too long so I'd say four four SJs two star screams so that's where I'm at with all it alright alright so begin podcast we've been in your ears today go check out it give us a comment if you've been riding with us since the first it thank chapter you chapter two yeah mm-hmm. um, and big shout out to the 413 battle league uh, thanks for letting us rock with y'all for this event October 5th if you like battle rap or rap in general check them out I rap so if you know me Holler at 413 Battle League. Begin podcast out.